0: Listening to Audio Divina, reflecting on the Gospel with Father Francis J. Maloney, SDB. Merry Christmas! Thanks for joining us on this extra episode where we look at the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 to 14, where Luke's account of Jesus' birth, as with the appearance of John the Baptist, is fixed in a given time and place. But it is also surrounded by the symbols of swaddling clothes which are only used for a king, a manger, from which Israel should be nourished, recognition by the simplest of people in the shepherds, and the heavenly proclamation of God's glory. Jesus is born on a journey, for a journey. We begin now with a reading of the text by Miranda.
1: Now it happens that at this time, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be made of the whole inhabited world. This census, the first, took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to be registered, each to his own town. So Joseph set out from the town of Nazareth in Galilee, for Judea, to David's town called Bethlehem, since he was of David's house and line in order to be registered together with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. Now it happened that, while they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the living space. In the countryside close by... There were shepherds out in the fields, keeping guard over their sheep during the watches of the night. An angel of the Lord stood over them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were terrified, but the angel said, Do not be afraid. Look, I bring you news of great joy, a joy to be shared by the whole people. Today in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord and here is a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And all at once with the angel there was a great throng of the hosts of heaven, praising God with the words, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace for those he favours.
0: We will now hear a reflection on the text By Father Maloney.
2: It is fitting that the gospel chosen for the night mass of Christmas is the story of the birth of Jesus taken from the Gospel of Luke. It begins in a way that parallels one of our earlier gospels during the Advent period that introduced the figure of John the Baptist by telling us when this happened. Luke is also very interested in insisting that the event of Jesus Christ coming among us is an event that took place in a given time, and the time was when Caesar Augustus was the Emperor. He issued a decree for the census of the whole world to be taken. So the first person mentioned is the most significant person in the world in the secular view of things. Caesar Augustus. He then delegates this job to Quirinius, who is the governor of Syria, who takes care of the census in that part of the world. So we've gone from Caesar Augustus to his representative, Quirinius, and we're told that everyone went to his own town to be registered. So we've gone from the mighty to the powerful to everyone. And finally, we come to Joseph. He set out from the town in Nazareth, where he has accepted Mary as his wife, and he travels up to Judea. Even though on a map, if you were to see Nazareth, it's north and Judea is south, the going to Judea was always going up as it was a movement towards Jerusalem, the city where the temple was, and that was always seen as going up to Jerusalem, no matter where you were beginning. But they go not to Jerusalem, but to a small town called Bethlehem, because Joseph belongs to David's house, and Bethlehem is the city of David. And he comes with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. So from Augustus to Quirinius, to all the people, we have come to the least of the least, Joseph, Mary, and their child. In terms of world history, they are nobodies. In terms of our history, they are everything. They far exceed Caesar Augustus, they far exceed Quirinius, and they make sense of the lives of everyone. The actual birth is told extremely rapidly. We're told that when they were there, the time came for her to have her child and she gave birth to a son, her firstborn. The expression used for firstborn indicates that this is the person of greatest dignity in the family. We're then told that she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, for there was no room for them in the inn. The text says, No room for them in the inn. These are very significant symbols. There is only one other person in the whole of the Bible who was wrapped in swaddling clothes, and that is the King Solomon. Swaddling clothes, which we still use as we wrap young children tightly in their baby cloths in order to keep them straight and make their limbs grow straight, was very elaborate in the ancient times. And the swaddling clothes is something that happens to a king. And they laid him in a manger. And the word manger comes from a passage in Isaiah where the prophet laments that the people do not recognise who they have as their God. The people do not recognise the place where they can be nourished. And so this son is placed in this manger, a place from which nourishment can be had. And then it says, this took place because there was no room for them, but the word in the original is not really an inn. It means a resting place, somewhere on the side of the road with a tent. Jesus is born on a journey, and his parents are on their way for this census, and this is important, because a great deal of this gospel will be about a journey. It begins with Jesus being born on a journey, and it will come to a close with disciples at Emmaus on a journey, and there are many journeys in between. In the countryside, the shepherds who are taking turns to watch their flock have an experience of an angel of the Lord. And as always, when God breaks into their lives, they are terrified. But the presence of the divine is found in the words of the angel, Do not be afraid. This is always the assuring word of God. Do not be afraid. Listen. They are to be open to the word of God as Mary has been open to the word of God, as Zechariah and Elizabeth have been open to the word of God. Now these shepherds, these marginal people, these people who were not highly respected because they used to take their sheep and lead them perhaps into areas where they shouldn't be led, and these are the ones chosen who are given the news of great joy. And this joy is going to be told by the shepherds to the whole people. Notice the simplicity of the people involved. We started with the great people, the emperor. We came to the simple people. The ones privileged to hear the message from God, this birth, are lower again, marginalised people. They are going to announce the action of God to the whole world. And the message is, today in the house of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This king, wrapped in a swaddling cloth, lying in a manger, which is said again, providing nourishment for the nations and the peoples who will turn to him, is announced to the world. A Saviour is born to you, Jesus Christ the Lord. These shepherds suddenly hear the great throng from the heavenly host praising God and singing in conclusion to their message, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace to everyone who enjoy his favour. This will be the result of this birth. This will be the result of this message carried to the ends of the earth by the simple people that God will receive glory because he will be made known by this child born to us today. Glory will be given to God and peace will come to all human beings who, like Mary and like Elizabeth and like Zechariah, have enjoyed his favour, having been open to the word of God, who have followed all that he has asked of them and in this way have brought joy to the world in the birth of God's Son.
0: We now recommend 10 to 15 minutes of personal reflection on what you've just heard. Please pause the track now and resume when you're ready to return. Welcome back. We conclude now with a reading of the text by Luke.
3: Now it happened at this time Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be made of the whole inhabited world. This census, the first, took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to be registered, each to his own town. So Joseph set out from the town of Nazareth in Galilee for Judea to David's town, called Bethlehem, since he was of David's house and line, in order to be registered, together with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. Now it happened that, while they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the living space. In the countryside close by, there were shepherds out in the fields, keeping guard over their sheep during the watches of the night, An angel of the Lord stood over them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them. They were terrified, but the angel said, Do not be afraid. Look, I bring you news of great joy, a joy to be shared by the whole people. Today in the town of David a Saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord, and here is a sign for you you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And all at once with the angel, there was a great throng of hosts of heaven, praising God with the words, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace for those he favors.
0: Thanks for listening to Audio Divina. Special thanks to our readers for this episode, Miranda and Luke, wherever and however you celebrate Christmas, may it be filled with hope, joy, and love. Join us again tomorrow, as we will listen to one more account of Jesus' birth, this time from the Gospel according to John. If you would like to be a reader, or have any other feedback about the podcast, please contact us at audiodivina at or follow us on Facebook.